0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, if we haven't met, my name's Brandon. I'm one of the pastors around here. Again, so glad you're here, all of you watching online. We're glad you're here. Look, if some, you missed your snacks, like if you just regret you didn't get a snack, just feel free. Hey, raise your hand and say, hey, I need a snack. One of our ushers will come get you. Hey, you, you like a, you like, what kind of guy are you? You like a, a, a brownie? Or are you a, um, a Star Crunch? Or or you like the oatmeal cream pies? An oatmeal cream pie guy right there. See? See how we do right here? Who else needs a little something right in the back? Come on, right here. Everybody look alive. Why y'all dodging? (laughs) Oh, God, they're throwing sugar at me. I can't have. What's what's happening over here? Look alive. Look alive. Come on. You can't sleep on Cultivate Church. Come on, right back here. Somebody feels bad. Come on. Did I hit you? Did I hit you? You okay? I didn't get you. I didn't. We'll try again next week. Okay, I'm, just, I'm just, I mean, I'm saying it's a sports, right? You got to get it, you know, I'm sports challenge. If you don't know me, I'm sports athletics challenge, but we got it to you, all right? Don't worry, we'll sweep up the crumbs. Come on, you can pop the tops just like this. Some of you get afraid of making noise. Come on, and you're like, I don't want to, you know, smack, crunch. I don't care what you do. Just have fun, all right, because we're going to do it. It's all right. Those of you online, you got to be here in person. Run real quick to the cabinet. Get your little Debbie or something like that and just sit in front of your device and just do like this right here because it's going to be a fun day together. Look, this series is designed to bring all of your friends, all of your family that don't like church, okay? We're going to be presenting the gospel all month long. And then for all of us, God's Word is going to speak to us because here's the deal. God's Word, the Bible says, never returns void. And God's Word has power to it. And even in the most simplistic ways, God's going to speak to our lives today. And throughout this series, we're going to learn from uh, what we're calling this year is a rerun for everyone. Today, we're watching I Love Lucy. How many of you have ever seen I Love Lucy? Okay. How many of you brave souls have never seen I Love Lucy? Anybody in there? Wow. okay. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm taken back just a little bit because in 9:15 there was like two or three hands, but they were all like 16 years old. I'm seeing some grown people in here. Oh, uh, you're, you're all the smart people, aren't you? We don't watch television. Yeah, <laughs> so what? Whatever. So in the weeks to come, it's going to be fun. Uh, some of us grew up on some of these shows, reruns for everybody, so we're dipping back to I Love Lucy. We've got Family Matters. Come on, little Steve Urkel. Like TGIF. Some of you remember those days. We got a little Boy Meets World. Some of you are married today. You learned about relationships because of Boy Meets World. And then there's a new ABC show called Not Dead Yet. Come on, somebody. We're not dead yet. Okay, whatever. So we're going to watch that one, too. It's a lot of fun this month. But today, we're in Season 2, Episode 1 of Lucy. Now, when it comes to I Love Lucy, you could watch two episodes and pretty much be done with the whole series because it defines it. You remember the episode where Lucy steps on the grapes? Come on, that's one. And then today we're doing the uh, candy factory. Come on, where she's trying to get all the candy. That's it right there. I Love Lucy in a nutshell. But here's what I want us to know why we're picking this episode. Even if today's your first day walking in Cultivate Church or even joining us online, you know one simple statement that defines who we are as people. And that's what? Life on purpose. It's plastered everywhere because we believe in living on purpose. We believe there's intentions for everything that happens in our life. It's no mistake that you were born into that house with those people. You know who I'm talking about. Everybody look straight ahead. Don't look at the people with you. But like those people you sit around like at Thanksgiving dinner and you go, One of these things is not like the other. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, I'm not like these people. How did I get here? Well, it's on purpose. Some of you had kids. You prayed for them. You begged God. And they were born. And you said, what happened? Okay? There's a purpose. There's a reason. In everything we do, God has a reason. The reason you're at the job. The reason you have the gifts that you have. The abilities that you have. And what God wants to do is God wants us to help exercise our life by living it out on purpose. But unfortunately, many of us, we just live in a cycle of, well, it's just what we do. It's just who we are. We don't know the why behind the what. That's what I love to say. We know what we do. We, we, we know like what we're responsible for. We know what we say. But we don't always know the why behind it. What's the bigger picture? What's the purpose for it all? And in this episode, it's season two, episode one, called Job Switching. And they know the roles that they play. Remember, this is back in the day now, everybody, okay? I didn't write it. It's back in the day. But switching roles. They know what they do, but they don't really know why. They've got a perspective of life and what life is, but they can't really define it. And I think many of us living this life are doing it the exact same way. So we're going to discover today, how do we really live life on purpose and what's stopping us from stepping out of the life that we know and living the life that God wants us to live. So let's, let's start this off, the scene one of season two, episode one. Check this out.
1: Lucy! I stopped by the bank on the way home, and they show me this. What's that? Your check to the beauty parlor.
2: I write a check to the beauty parlor every month.
1: Yes, I know that. But they don't always have a little note in the back like this one. Dear teller, be a lamb, and don't put this through till next month.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you gonna
1: say for yourself?
2: That's why they call them tellers. They go around blabbing everything they <laughs>
1: Lucy, now look, I'm serious. I don't know what's the matter with you. Every month, every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. Now, what is the reason?
2: You don't give me enough money. I don't give you enough money. (laughs) Well, we both agree. That must be the reason.
1: (laughs) Now, look, Lucy. Yes, sir? Do you think this is a game we're playing? No, sir. Do you realize how tough it is for a guy to make a buck these days? Yes, day? sir. Yes, sir. Do you think that the money grows on trees? No.
2: Well, we'll see you later. Come yeah. on, Fred. <laughs> no, no, come on. Come in and sit down.
1: Oh, no, thanks, sir. I went to the fights last night.
2: <laughs> Fred,
1: please come in, will you?
2: Come in, Ethel.
1: Yeah, please, please come in. I, uh, Fred, I, I want to ask your, your advice on a certain subject. What subject? Well, tell me something, will you? How often is Ethel checking account overdrawn? Never. Never? How do you manage that?
2: It's easy. I never had enough money at one time to open a checking (laughs) What?
1: She spends money like I was printing it in the basement. (laughs) Basement. Let's face it, Rick. When it comes to money, there are two kinds of people. The earners and the spenders. Or as they are more popularly known, husbands and wives. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Brother, if they had to make the door, they would think twice before spending it that fast. Yeah.
3: What's so
2: tough about earning a living? Yeah.
1: Have you ever done it?
2: No, but I could. Ha! I could, too.
1: Ha! <laughs> 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 Listen, holding down a job is a lot more difficult than lying around the house all day long.
3: Why, around <laughs> Is that all you think we do? Yeah.
1: Well, now, let's be fair, Rick. Every once in a while, they get up and play canasta. <laughs>
2: The housework. And who do you think cooks all the meals? Yeah.
1: Oh, anybody can cook and do the housework. Ha!
2: I'd just like to see you two try it for a week.
1: Okay, we will. We will? Yeah.
2: <laughs> this I gotta see. I wanna get a load yeah, of Yeah, but wait a
1: minute. You will have to go out and earn the
3: living.
2: Okay, we will. We will?
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: we'll change places. We'll get jobs and you take care of the house for a week, okay? Okay. Okay?
3: Okay.
0: Boy, time sure were different, weren't they? <laughs> perception is reality. You ever heard that before? What's so hard about cleaning the house? What's so hard about earning a living? You see, when you look at it from a different perspective, because it's just all you know, you just have lived in a perception that many of us have developed as our reality. Some of us have said, well, this is how my parents were, so naturally, this is the way that we are. Some of us would make a statement and go, well, it's just the way it's always been. It's just who we are. It's just what we do. I've never thought about it that way. That's how those people live or that must work for them. But for us, this is how. You see, many of us live our life every day in this perception of a reality that was never God's intent for our life. And the reason that we do it is because we think that we can figure it out. I can do that. That's easy. And you look across the rest of the world and you think, well, that's just for those people over there. But the Bible gives us some wisdom in Proverbs 14 and 12. Look at it. It says this. There's a path before each person that seems right, but in the end, what happens? It leads to death. I want to ask us this morning as we've walked in here, in the simplistic way of watching something in front of us and thinking that we know what's happening or what the end result may be to the decisions that we're making, the path that's your own, is it a path that you've chosen for your life? Or is it a path that God has put you on to live life on purpose? There's something very differently about those two directions. See, in our own way, when I set my own direction and I do it my way, the way I was taught, the way I see the world, the way my feelings lead me, and the way that I want to do it that serves me, well, that path feels right. It seems right, but it's just not working out. But there's another way. If only we would just get to the... Root cause of why we do what we do. So let me ask you this question Why do you do what you do? Why do you live the way that you live? Why do you make the decisions that you make? What is at the foundation of our life that directs everything we do? And see, in this episode, what we're going to see is they've made this decision that they're going to challenge the way the other person lives and they're going to experience it in a different way. There's some things that's a part of their life that's created the roles that they play and the people that they are. But they're about to learn some hard lessons in breaking down some of the foundational reasons that they are who they are and do what they do. And I think God wants to begin to shake that out of us today. So let's see how this begins as they swap roles and what reality actually says. Take a look at this next scene.
1: see. Breakfast is ready.
3: Bye, dear. <laughs> good morning. Good morning.
2: Well, doesn't this look
1: wonderful? <laughs> Did you
2: have any trouble?
1: No. no, not a bit.
2: Well, happy housework.
1: Happy job, hunting.
2: Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy, does this look good. Mmm. <clears throat> I'm hungry this morning,
1: too. Hmm, <laughs> it is good. Mm. Why, naturally. There's nothing to cooking. Mm.
2: Oh, the coffee's good, too. Where'd you learn to do all this?
3: Oh,
1: just a natural-born cook, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what kind of a job are you gonna... <laughs> What job are you going to get? Are you going to go to an employment office? Lucy, why don't you answer me?
2: That's nice, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know what I go through every morning.
1: All right, I'll reform.
2: Oh, gee, these fried potatoes are just great.
1: I don't see why you're so surprised. There's nothing to it.
3: Hello?
2: I'll get it. Hello? Yes? Oh, yes. Oh. Well, thank you very much. Yes, goodbye. Who was that? Gee, this is a sensational breakfast. My gosh, but you're a good cook.
1: (laughs) Who was that on the phone? It
2: was the drugstore. You left your hat down there when you picked up these two breakfast orders. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you could have tried to cook this yourself. We have a dozen eggs in the refrigerator.
1: Well, um... They didn't turn out quite right.
3: <laughs> the whole dozen. Yep. Oh. Okay.
2: Morning, everybody. Hi, uncle. Good Morning. Well, Lucy, are you ready to go to the office? The yep. employment office, that is. All ready. Okay, dear. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Ricky. Bye. See you for dinner.
1: Bye, Forgot to
0: kiss me
3: goodbye.
0: (laughs) So before every one of us, there's a path that seems good, but in the end, it leads to death. And I think the reason that many of us stay on that path, even though life can feel difficult, even though we feel tension, is because I think, Mike, in this scene, there's a lot of pride involved for most of us. And most of us say, well, I'm not a prideful person. I don't have pride. But every one of us struggles with pride in some areas where we go no I know better You ever had a conversation with a child and you tell them that they're doing something wrong and they tell you all the reasons why it's correct and then they discover that it was actually in fact wrong and then tell you that they figured it out and do it all along <laughs> see many of us are telling God I've got this I can do this I'm in control it's not that hard and on the outside especially on a Sunday like this we walk in and it looks like a beautifully prepared breakfast like everything is perfect it tastes good it's never been so great And then you learn that behind the scenes, Monday through Saturday, we ruined a dozen eggs and had to go buy the breakfast. Because we're doing it our own way. Pride. The Bible says this about pride in Proverbs 16, 18. It says, pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. I want to ask us this question today. How many of us are going, I've got this? I'm doing good. I'm in control. My marriage could be better, but, you know, that's their fault. How hard could it be? Now, I'm at the job, and everybody else is a mess. They're a wreck. I'm I'm working on finding my fifth one because everywhere I go, I can't find anybody that lives up to my standards. You ever realize that sometimes in the middle of enough difficulty and problem and chaos that we may be the only common denominator in it all? We spend a lot of time asking God to fix our circumstances when in reality what God's wanting to fix is us. But we've always got somebody else to blame for the circumstance that I'm in. Every one of us in some area of our life, we can see this pattern of carrying pride to say, I've got it all. Pride simply means that we've got it figured out, that we can carry it, we can do it. We know better than everybody else. But for some reason, when you get right down to the core of it and you strip it all away, you realize that there's dysfunction in areas of our life now Lucy seemed like she was the one catching the brunt of it all but she had pride in herself You see the way she had that newspaper up there you know why she did that because that's the way she's been treated some of us are doing this to the world we're casting things on other people because it's the way that we've been treated we're dealing with things that nobody else knows about there's been offenses in our life there's been things done there's been things said We've been treated a certain way. We've been abused. We've been misused. And we've buried all that, and we're beginning to cast it because it's all that we know to do. It seems right. It's the path that we've chosen. It's what God did. God must not love me like he loves everybody else, right? But it's that pride that keeps us in the same place that we've always been. I just want to ask a simple question this morning. What would happen in your life if today we were just willing to let go of the pride and say you know what this breakfast is great we're gonna enjoy it but I didn't cook it I messed it all up I had to buy it I need to learn how to fix those eggs I need to learn how to make that coffee I need to learn how to serve you as you have been serving me to live life on purpose now I'd like to say it just got better from here that this was the lesson but we all know if you've seen the episode it only goes downhill from here So in this last scene we're going to take a look at today, I believe that ultimately is a great picture, honestly, of how many of us are living our lives every single day. Take a look at this last scene.
1: the sport pages at the same time. Pretty clever. Quite sure, you know the only reason that women claim that housework is so hard is because they don't use their heads I guess so. What you got there? Oh, I brought my cake. Ah, seven layers of luscious devil's food.
3: Well, you see it?
1: <laughs> what happened to the other six layers? they're all in there. Some of them just didn't uh, rise very much. Well, you can put on a lot of frosting. What do you mean, put on? Frosting's already in it. In it? Yeah, I mixed it all up together before I baked the cake. Well, maybe you better wait until breakfast and serve it as a pancake. Oh, never mind now. How about your part of the meal? Well, it's coming along fine. Yeah, I got the rice cooking. Hey, listen, by the way, what do you know about rice?
3: Well, I had it thrown at me on
1: one of the darkest days of my life. No, I never mind that. I mean, how much do you think we should use for four people? Well, I don't know people like that stuff. Well, how about, uh... One pound per person, so
3: That sounds about right.
1: Well, that's good because that's what I put in. Four pounds. Good, that's good. Now well, let me see. I got the uh, I got the chickens cooking in the pressure cooker. Yeah. Now how long do you think they should take? Oh, I don't know. I'd say about an hour now. What was that? What was that? Uh, hurry up, hey, What was that noise? What, what the, oh, don't burn yourself. Chickens! I have two chickens in
3: there. Well, they gotta be here.
1: Chick, sometime. chick, chick 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 chick,
3: chick, 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 Hey, what happened? Are those your birds up there?
1: Yeah. Well, let's wash them off. Come on. All right. Here's a brush. Give me some of this stuff here. We'll get Some more of that stuff over here. Come mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh-huh. boy. This one's really strong.
2: is to take each piece of candy and wrap it in one of these papers and then put it back on the belt. You understand? Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Let her
3: roll! (laughs) Let her
2: roll! Well, wait here. Somebody's asleep at the switch. (laughs) What are you doing up here? I thought you were downstairs boxing chocolates. Oh, they kicked me out of there fast. Why? I kept pinching them to see what kind they were. (laughs)
3: This is the
2: fourth department I've been in. Oh, I didn't do so well either. All right, girls. Now, this is your last chance. If one piece of candy gets past you and into the packing room unwrapped, you're fired. Yes, ma'am. Let her roll! (laughs)
3: let's yeah, okay
2: Of soda. Yeah, I got some in the kitchen. I'll get it. <laughs> oh, here's a note. Dear girls, please do not go in the kitchen until we can explain. We'll be back in a few minutes. Gee, I wonder what's in there. I hate to think. You stay here. I'm stronger than you are.
3: <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh, Ethel! What is it?
2: Ethel, it's a shambles. Food all over the place. On the floor, on the walls, on the ceiling. Food, it's a God. mess. Oh. All
1: no. over. Food. I don't want to clean oh, it up. Oh no. I don't have <laughs> any. Oh, oh, Lucy, thank goodness you're home. Something awful happened. No. Yeah, don't go in the kitchen until Fred and I have. I've
2: t- already been in there. Oh. Oh,
1: well. <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll clean it up. Thank you. Listen, we don't know how you girls feel about it, but we like to forget the whole thing. We're lousy housewives. Hideous. <laughs>
2: Well, we're not so good at bringing home the bacon, either. We got fired off our first job. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, look, What uh, say we go back to the way we were. Huh? We will make the money and you spend it. Oh,
2: that's, that's great with me. I'd oh, yeah. And,
1: and listen, girls, we never realized how tough it was to run a house before. Uh. So just to show you our appreciation, we brought you a little present.
2: Really? We did?
1: For each one of you, a five-pound box of
0: chocolate. We may not like to admit it, but that's a good picture of the way many of us live our life every single day. If we're on this path, it feels right, seems right. It's what we've always done. It's what, we, what we've always known. And because of living that prideful acceptance of life and our circumstances, history, our decisions. We just stay in that lane going, I got it. All the while everything is spinning out of control. You can't keep up. It's too fast. As soon as you get one thing, you think you got it. And you look over here and that's another area of life that's just spinning out of control. It's because we've chosen to do it our way. But today, what if we just question the why behind the what that we do? Why am I doing it this way? Why have I chosen to live my life? Why have I chosen these decisions? Why have I chosen this path when the Bible teaches us something very different? Look at Proverbs 16. One says, we can make our own plans, but it's the Lord that gives the right answer. I can choose my path. I can do it that way. I can live a prideful way. Or, I can turn to the Lord and say, God, what do you want from my What would it look like, God, if I devoted everything to you, every area of our life, the seen and the unseen, the known, the unknown, and I just trusted you with every single portion of it? The Bible says God gives the right answer. He takes care of it. God's not a get-rich-quick and a fix-all. It's not an overnight all the time. Life is still hard and life is still difficult. But there's a difference when you're on the wrong road and when you're on the right road. There's a difference in the peace, there's a difference in the experience, there's a difference in the outlook, and there's a difference in the outcome. Because not only is your life different, but it impacts the lives of people around you when you live your life on purpose. Today, here's my desire for all of us, is that we would say, God, we were once doing it this way. We did our marriage this way. We parented this way. I had this attitude about work about life about church but God I want to stop doing it my way and let go of my own pride and understanding and perceptions of life and I want you to give me the right answer God I want you to do it for me so today here's what I'd like us to do maybe just bow your head, close your eyes where you are we're not going to do anything funny or weird but I want to pray for us right there where you are online if you just the best you can wherever you are Take this moment between you and the Lord, and I want to pray for us. Number one, maybe you would want to say yes to Jesus, that you've never had a a personal relationship with Jesus. And then number two, maybe we're here today, and you can recognize an area of your life that you really can't define the why. Why is it this way? But maybe today, with clarity, you said, ultimately, I think I've been the one in control. And today, I need to surrender this area of my life. To God and let him do it through me so father today I pray for all of us in this room online that if there's one of us without a personal relationship with you that today would be our day that we would say yes Jesus thank you for the sacrifice that you gave for our life for the forgiveness of our sins today we choose to put you first and to walk in relationship with you thank you for loving us God, I pray for all of us that whatever area of our life, and we all have something that we just need to surrender to you, let go of our pride, let down the barriers and the walls, stop walking the path in our own direction, and God, choose to let you give us the guidance. You give us life, and life more abundantly. So today, Jesus, we just lay it before you. We choose to put you first in every area of our life, not just as our Lord and Savior, God is the one who has ultimate authority in every possible way. Jesus, thank you for loving us, for changing us, and for moving in our lives today. You get all the credit for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Can we honor, celebrate Jesus today? Come on. He's good.